Oh, hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. You know what show it is. Don't be kidding. It's Ed, Ed and Sean. You know there's two. It's Geeksters. Welcome. Sit back and enjoy yourself. And welcome to Series 337 of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. What's wrong, Ed? <laughs> it's one of those things. It's just, you're being goofy tonight. It's just, it makes you laugh. That's just, you know, it makes me laugh anyway. That's the show's supposed to make you laugh. That's, you know, part of the job. You know who it is. You know who. If not, you hit the wrong podcast. <laughs> oh, maybe it's your first time. We'll be gentle. So, uh, Ed, how's your week? Good, good. How was yours? Um, it was okay. Okay, I started a new show. Same show you started this That's week, right. too. That's right, yes. I was really, really excited. We'll talk about that in a little couple, in a, in a second or two. But first, how was your week? <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about it, Ed. Um, you know, I, I, I don't like, you know, like last week, uh, yesterday I went to uh, uh, first local Philadelphians. Uh, the one place you probably go to the most out of any vacation spot is the Jersey Shore. Hey, yo, how you doing? Going to Jersey Shore, get myself some tans. Yeah. Get myself some sands. Going to walk on the boardwalk, right? I'll get myself some boardwalk fries and maybe some pizza. Because that's what we do here in Philadelphia, in the Jersey Shore. That's right. Exactly right, right. it. All right, so uh, you know, so you know, it's you know, of course, though, with my you know bronze skin, you can tell I like the tan a lot. Yes, <laughs> and the people who don't know really, I am, I am probably the palest man you'll ever meet in life. He goes out in the sun, people blind their eyes. Go, oh my god, what's that glare? And it's Ed's skin. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much it. <laughs> oh, what the hell? <laughs> Ed's reflection, <laughs> the luminescence hitting off my body. <laughs> if he stays out in the sun long enough, when it gets dark, he glows. He <laughs> <laughs> glows so bright, you can actually see his bone structure. <laughs> I'm like Metallo. <laughs> oh, look at that nerd reference! <laughs> ding, 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 ding. All right, so, uh, so what you do down the shore? Uh, yeah, we we usually do our normal thing. If, if you've listened to past episodes, we go to this place called Gateway Twenty Six in North Wildwood, and it's like gambling. You know, it's but you get points instead of dollars, and right, you get right, prizes right. for it. Uh, you know, I, which was we, was my turn to pick something to buy, and of course I didn't buy anything. So you know, uh, uh, but uh, I had a lot of points. I'm like, you know, and you go. There's so many choices. You go, what what do I want? You know, and then so now I have to wait till next time to mm. to purchase it, but. Uh, that was pretty much it, you know. We went to this place called Duffers, you know. And as anybody who's been listening to the show, I've been on a diet, and I probably blew that diet <laughs> way away. This this uh, Saturday was uh, we went to like I said, we went to this place called Duffers. It's kind of like a, it, you got good news at the doctors. What you do, you binge. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much, uh, I'm clean and sober. Where's that? I'm gonna celebrate <laughs> by hitting some smack. Hey, hey, yeah, that's <laughs> okay. That, that Twinkie ain't a gateway drug. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, I I was able to uh, Duffers is kind of like as Sean put it. We were talking about it earlier was the fact is it's it's a step above Friendlies. You know, if you're very Friendlies, for those who don't know Friendlies, Friendlies is a restaurant that has regular food, but they specialize in like ice cream cones and ice cream afterwards. And, yeah. Yeah, the show, the big Jim Dandy, which is like a Sunday with some potato, with bananas and ice cream and everything you could ever want. Now your heart's a little. <laughs> yes. 
uh, so I had a, I ended up, uh, I got a, I started off with, with nice, like I got a stuffed soul or stuffed flounder with, uh, with some corn on a cop, you know. And so, I started off, you know, <laughs> obeying the rules of the diet and all of a sudden I got a whiff of a. Oh, you, well, you, you know, you, you, you know, it's like if you've ever been to a Friendly's or an ice cream parlor that has these huge ice cream, and then they go by your table like all the time. Like, sure. Because you know, the walking, place is always hustling. <laughs> People walk by like, ooh, here, here's a, a banana boat. Oh, here's an ice cream sundae. Oh, yeah. here's some cake. Here's a pie with ice cream on top of that. Hey, look, there's some ice cream with some extra scoops of ice cream in it. And you're like, oh, I should never have came in here. Exactly. You know, it's, you know, but it's just like I, I've realized something. Yeah, I have no self control. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I've come to that realization. Like I'm like, hey, stay good, stay good. Oh crap! <laughs> and like, nah, that looks too good. I, I can't. It looks too good. I want to diet. I'm just have shit food. So I figured, you know, I'll, I'll get the healthiest. Sitting, thing. sitting there, right away, pulls up your weight. Watch your head. Go. How much ice cream can I have? To be all my points. <sighs> oh yeah, I I, I even because you get like you get daily and you get weekly, and I've I've had to dip into my weekly to finish off. The, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I still have some left, but not much. Sean, are you going to Weight Watchers? Because if you are, I need your points. <laughs> Yoke me up. <laughs> I need a few points. I need this week. Oh, man, I need some points. <laughs> so I got a, an old-fashioned banana split. So I got fruit in it. I figured, you know, with fruit. Right, sure. That's the way your brain that. works. Though, of course, got a banana in it and strawberries and cherries. Of course, though, my wife's dessert was a lot worse. She wanted uh, waffles and ice cream, you know. Mm, waffles and ice cream. And she got chocolate chocolate chip as the ice cream. Oh. You couldn't even see the waffle. Uh. <laughs> it's like it's like taking a carton of, of ice cream slap it on the plate. plate on top of a waffle. And then <laughs> with whipped cream on top of that with some cherries. And There's a, a whipped cream, some cherry, you want some chocolate with that chocolate? Here's some extra chocolate. <laughs> Did you, were the waffles chocolate chip waffles? No, they were just uh, waffles. Uh, waffles, 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 waffles. You couldn't even see the waffle. That's how wow. that's how much ice cream was on this thing. It was unbelievable. And uh, uh, my my brother's like, you know, my older brother was with me, and he's like, he's like, oh, you know, I'll just get like a little thing. He's got he's got like a little, like you ever see those little metal dishes, and they put a scoop of ice cream in it. It's like yeah. the early bird special at some like diner. Or yeah, something. it's some like for a four year old wants ice cream. Here right. you go. Here's a little dollop of ice cream. That's what That's he thought some... he was getting with sherbet, you know. Uh, but, yeah. gonna, but it got like a one of those tall fountain uh-huh. uh, glasses, you know, full of sherbet. <laughs> I said, you gotta finish that. First off, it's go, bad go, 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 go. First off, it's bad enough you got sherbet and ice yeah. cream bar. <laughs> it's good, like getting a salad at a steakhouse. I mean, it's like, really? That's so wrong. <laughs> sherbet at an ice cream parlor. <laughs> I'll just have water going to a bar. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Uh, so but it was a, it was a fun time, you know. It was always it's always good to you know spend a few hours out in the the sun. I guess. I sure, know. I guess I wouldn't know. <laughs> I like to spend indoors, you know. I, I was at work, 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 work. work, work. work. Hello, boys. Um, I was. When, when did uh, last week I picked up uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance three? Yes, which we talked about on the show. Right, I think we did. Uh, Stacy was playing it now, so. She's kind of addicted. She's like, "Who's this person?" I'm like, "Don't tell me. I don't know." You know, like, <laughs> I haven't gotten that yet. I haven't gotten that far because she kind of was. She was just a little ahead of me. Yeah. So there was somebody that she didn't know who they were. So she made me play the game, you know, to get to that part so I can go, "Who was it?" And I was like, "I didn't know who it was." And Stacy actually had to look it up, and it was like 
Marvel's version of Buffy the Vampire. Elsa something bringer something. I don't know. It was, I've never heard of her. So okay. I was like, I was like, ah, that's weird. But then when the moment Stacy said what team she's affiliated with, she's affiliated affiliated with the Marvel Knights group. And I'm like, oh, okay, ah. I know who she is. I don't know who she is, but I can tell you right now who the other people are in the group. Right. <laughs> she's like, who? I'm like, you're going to get your Ghost Rider. You got your Moon Knight. You got your Doctor Strange. You got your Blade. <laughs> she's like, oh. Like, she got kind of disappointed because... Like five minutes later, Ghost Rider showed up and she was like, Aren't you excited? And I was like, I knew he was in it. Well, what do you mean you know who's in it? I work <laughs> in a store that has a propaganda machine that plays an ad for what's going on. And I know that Doctor Strange is in it too. You know? And she's like, Oh, why'd you just, you know, why'd you, why'd you say it was Doctor Strange? How'd you know I didn't know? He's on the cover. <laughs> <laughs> You, they're not going to put a guy who's not on the cover, not in the game. Right. You know, hello. <laughs> you know. That'd be great. That'd be awesome <laughs> if they did that. It's like you saw like a, a character, Namor. And you're like, holy right. crap, Namor's on. Oh my God, it. he's in it and he never shows so, up. Like, <laughs> only on the cover. Only on the cover. Yeah, that's right. He gets a, he's a cover boy, but not an actual actor. <laughs> uh, I mean, outside of that, I, uh, we have, I came over Thursday. We watched a movie. Yes, we did. We watched... Um, Attila, a uh, battle angel. Attila, uh, uh, Alita, 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 Attila, <laughs> Attila, battle angel. <laughs> uh, uh, at uh, Alita, battle angel. Yes. What'd you think, Ed? I loved it. I thought it was great. I thought it was really good too. I don't know why it bombed in the movie theater. Because <laughs> we didn't go see the theater. That's why. I, apparently, no one did. If memory serves me right, I, could, I think I don't think it was as pure. It wasn't a purest. Um, Interpretation of the you're lo- I think you were looking as I was putting my phone away. I don't think it was a. I don't think the interpretation of the the manga, ver- excuse me, versus the film. I think that there were some vast differences, or they took a lot of history and packed it into two hours, you know, and left it off with sort of a cliffhanger. And you're kind of hoping that, like, I'm kind of hoping to make a sequel. Yes, they set it up for a sequel. They totally they did. did. You know, you're kind of, and the the lead actress in the movie. Uh, which, uh, hold on a second. Ed's looking her I'm up. looking up, so it's of course it's looking going slow when you want it to work. Well, it was directed by Robert Rodriguez, yes. the guy who brought you from from Dust Till Dawn, the Desperados. But Rosa Salazar, she was she's actually had a couple of interviews this past Comic Con, and of course people were asking about a sequel, right? And she said, you know, she doesn't know, right? And of course the 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 reality is, if she says if, if she's hoping that this becomes like the number one Blu-ray or 4K movie <laughs> purchase, which it did, it hit number one when it was released, right, right. so it was you know it, it did its job. Um, though it, I mean it made money. You know, uh, globally, it made uh, it was a budget of one hundred seventy million dollars. Okay, and it made four hundred four point nine million dollars. Okay, that's worldwide. not bad. Worldwide, so, I'm sure. I'm sure that even if you doubled the amount for um, for advertising, it came out with a little profit. Yeah, a little profit. All right. Yeah, so it made, it made money. You know, you know, it just didn't. I don't think it wowed people the way it wanted to. So you know, that's the the whole thing. And. Uh, you know, I, I, if you if you haven't seen it and you kind of like anime in a way, you know, it's good that way. Or if you like a good story, 
that's, connection flick. Or cyberpunk fan. I mean, yeah. there's like a whole lot of genres that you could hit this on. Yeah, it, it touched it, it touched a little on a lot of genres, but it never went too deep into a genre. <laughs> it's like it dipped its toe in the pool of every genre available. Yeah, but they were really like jumped into one particular one. But I liked it. I thought it was nice. I, I liked it a lot. I thought it was really good. Like when I came home, Stacy was like, "What you say?" I was like, I, you know, Alita, Battle Angel. She's like, "Oh, really? You wanted to see that? How was it?" I was like, "It was really good." I'm like. I'm gonna buy that when I get paid next. And she's like, "You say that about every movie, because <laughs> I mean it." <laughs> you know, I really thoroughly enjoyed it. All right, well then, uh, then you and I started watching TV. Yes, um, I might as well jump into it. The Boys started this week. That's right. Yes, the Amazon's boys. The Boys, based off uh, it's a Seth Rogen produced uh, show, by the way. Yes, um, based on the long running comic book. It's the comic book's. Um, from Dynamite, I think it is, has uh, it's it ended its run a few years back. Mm. It's the one comic book that I always said should be a TV show, be, and I it could only work on like HBO or Stars at the time. I didn't think I didn't think about Amazon or Netflix. I don't think they really they weren't getting into their own original programming at the time. Right. So I always thought like HBO plus I also didn't have them at the time, so I was probably more ignorant to. <laughs> Like, oh, no, I have HBO. It should be on HBO so I can watch it. <laughs> it's all about me. Um, Finally. <laughs> it. On air. I have it now recorded. It's always about me. I want to be able to watch it on what I want to watch it on. Um, so right away I was real eager to like yeah. watch it. And um, I haven't been disappointed yet. I am also one of those people who can separate novel comic books from live action right um i'm gonna spoil a little something for you people the star starlight's storyline uh-huh. is a little different on the show than it is in the comic book okay okay in the show they kind of they kind of make it they, they basically they don't make it feel this way but they actually she wins a spot on the seven like th- through an interview process right in the comics, she's already a superhero in like a Teen Titans esque type of world. Okay. So she's she goes from teen, a Teen Titans girl to invited to do the Seven. What happens to her while she's when she gets on the show happens to her in the comic book, which kind of made me go, "Oh, they kept that. That was good." Like, all right, I'm yeah. into that. I'm, I like that. Um, some of the things. Um, also, a little side note: they have. Um, why is his name escaping me? Uh, the guy who plays Huey. Yeah. His father is... Simon Pegg. Simon Pegg. Yes. Simon Pegg, actually, his likeness is actually the likeness of Huey in the book itself. Oh, really? Yeah. So that was kind of... I thought that was kind of neat, too, because the guy who wrote the the story asked Simon, it's like, hey, can I use your your likeness to be the Huey in my book. And he's like, yeah, sure. He also, like, when, when it, so I thought that was a nice little, like, um, touch Tribute. on the show to have him be, spoiler, Huey's dad. Yeah. And I was like, kind of is like Huey's dad, so that's kind of cool. To hear Simon Pegg with an American accent's a little weird. It, it's off-putting at first, because at first I was like, oh, Simon Pegg, and then you don't hear his <laughs> accent, and you go, and who is that guy? Right, you're like, oh, And you he, go, more, I was like, well, he's great, he did an American accent. More importantly, Fucking, what's his face again? God damn it, Carl, Ar- Carl, Carl Urban, Urban man, he should get more more work because that guy is a genius. The accent, 
everything. And I'm like, fuck, man, he is so good. What accent? That's his natural voice. He's Australian. <laughs> that's uh, that's that's uh, Cockney. That's not. Uh, I don't, it's not that's. Uh, it's not really a stretch for him. Uh, what? It's not really a stretch for him. Come on. I mean, it's still it's spot yeah, on. Yeah. I mean, he probably you know cranked it up a little bit. But you hear in in interviews, he's like Lord of the Rings. This is more of his yeah. normal voice, and Judge Dredd, it's not. You know, but <laughs> but I thought I was like, he's really fucking good. Yeah. Looks the part though. I, the whole cast looks close to. What they look like in the book. Okay. And I was like, I, I'm, I'm so far, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. I think there's only eight episodes, and yeah. I, am, I am almost done the fourth episode. So, like, when we get done the show, I'm going to head back to uh, back to where Stacey and I are staying because I'm, I'm, we're, we're kid-sitting this week. Yeah. Uh, and where I'm going to go back and turn on my PS4 because the kid will be asleep and I'll be able to you know, continue watching. Yeah. Because I, I want to get done this season. I'm kind of, it's one of those things where I'm like, well, there's only eight episodes and I want to, you know, watch Saber. every single episode right now because it's so good. But then at the end of the eighth episode, I'm like, "Fuck, there's nothing left." Like, uh, well, if you like this, yeah, uh, AMC has Preacher. That's true. Which is which is true. another which is another, another Seth Rogen produced show. show. And I mean, the, the basically, I was looking at all the UP, Wikipedia today at it. You know, trying to you know get my head wrapped around it before I started watching it because I got the episode. I got the end of episode three. I'm, I'm an yeah. episode behind you now. And uh, they said that they they wanted to push the envelope further. What they could do f- with AMC with 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 Amazon, they really wanted to see if they they could go further right. with the boys and you know the, the, the adult themes and stuff. And I have to tell you, I mean, if you watch if you watch Preacher, I've watched like season four, season four or three, four <clears throat> starts this August fourth. Okay. But the first three seasons, I mean, they're great. I mean, I love right. the preacher. I thought that's a great show. I, mean, I read it. the book too. That book is good too. And it's it's I say the, the the whole the whole story. I mean, if you like the boys, you're gonna love preacher. I mean, it is right. it is toned down a bit because it is on AMC. Right. But there is not that much. Like there's some shit on there. You're, I'm like, I can't believe AMC allowed that to air. Yeah, you know, kind well, of thing. You know, it's cable, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like you know, like like to me, like certain certain channels that it's cable, but it's not really cable. Right. It's just a you know, like you're paying for like ABC or right. CBS or NBC in a way, and and it's just it's, it's just ridiculous. But like some of the stuff that the 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 cool reality of Preacher, the way it is. Right. I mean, it's really good. It's it's fucking awesome. I you know I can't. I don't know how to <laughs> say right, it because right. it's like you have to watch it. I mean, I've I've watched every season and I enjoy it highly. I can't wait. Next season's the last season, unfortunately, right. for Preacher. Season four is the last one, but I can't wait for it to start. I mean, like I, I'm going to enjoy every one, and I usually DVR it through right. and then binge watch it through. Gotcha. You know, because gotcha. it's it's the only really to watch it. But I've I've actually gotten to a point where I'm like I can't wait, and I gotta. I start like watching episodes, and right. you get to a point you're like, "Fuck, I gotta wait till next week for the next one." You know? Yeah, so he's the fade. But like I said, if you like the boys, you're gonna love Preacher. Yeah, the boys, so good. and uh, you know, but that's to me though the the really downside of this of you know thinking about it was the fact is it's it's on Amazon Prime, right? So only Amazon Prime members can see the boys, and you're like. This, Until next year, when when it comes out on Blu-ray, you can buy it on Blu-ray. Yeah, but, say you have to you have to wait, you know, whatever six months or eight months or, or whatever. Or all the episodes right now, so you probably can get that free trial on Amazon. Right, binge watch it and then, and then cancel it. <laughs> there you go. If you didn't learn nothing from Geeksters this week, it's to 
beat cheat the system. That's right. <laughs> Someone's going, oh, I got to make up a whole new email. <laughs> uh, so anything else, though? Uh, let's see, later, Final Angel. That's it. Yeah, that's all I got. What about you? Anything? Uh... Yeah, absolutely nothing. Um, yeah, just like I said, you know, watching the boys. Watching Playing the boys. with the boys. Watching those boys. Yeah, watching those boys. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. Um, so, uh, yeah, nothing's going on. I haven't picked up any movies. Nothing. Well, uh, you know, I do want to, because we've been talking about it week after week, right, week, week. Uh, Avengers Aimgrain still gaining, uh, gaining ground. I mean, it's, it's it's well, yeah. Now it's got to do the uh, the fuck you victory lap. <laughs> <laughs> so now it's a three point. Uh, where am I here? Oh, okay. Uh, three point three million more uh, total over over uh, Avatar uh, here. So okay. it's it's starting to you know go like you know it's getting a little the rear view mirror like saying fuck you, see you later, uh, meet me, yeah, see you later. All right, well that's good. Yes. Until Avatar 2 comes out. Uh, <laughs> whatever the fuck that uh, happens. Okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I won't hold my breath until I see yeah. it like, in the theater. Until I see a trailer. Until I see, until I see the Until my ass is actually in the theater. And even then I probably won't And then, it. you know, speaking of that, we were also talking about the uh, Spider-Man. Getting right, the, right, to the okay. billion, and it hit it. It hit the it billion. Hit, hit a billion dollars. It hit a billion dollars. It's uh, number 32 in the all-time here, and it's uh, one... Uh, one million, uh, one billion, thirty-six million, nine hundred thousand. So, right, it's, uh, hit it. so yeah. So right. everybody can do a sigh of relief, and uh, all right, good for them. Marvel's got the uh, control there. All right, good for them. Uh, well, speaking of uh, box office grosses and stuff, let's do the top five movies. Sure. Uh, number five was number four of last week. Crawl. It made four million dollars this weekend. Four million bucks. Hey, look, sometimes it doesn't have to be a good idea as long as it's a good movie. <laughs> $31.4 million total uh, over the three weeks' release of a $13.5 million budget. All right. And number four was number three of last week, Toy Story 4. It made uh, $9.8 million over the weekend and $395.6 overall in the six weeks' release. Wow. Let's look for Toy Story 5 coming to you. Uh, number three was the number two movie of uh, last week, Spider-Man Far From Home. It made $12.2 million and uh, 335 344.4 overall in the four weeks release with a $160 million budget. All right. Number two was a new release, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It made $40.3 million over the weekend. That's just a total gross with a $90 million budget. So I think it will make it. I, I think, you know. It's a great movie. He'll yeah. make his money. No one's ever really. I mean, I hear it's, it's filled with a shit ton of controversy. Yes. But, I mean, what Quentin Tarantino movie is it? Yeah, like what? Like. I kind of feel like it's it's Quentin's movies have never changed. It's the people who now think they know more about the world than they do bitch about something. It's like Quentin's movies always have been, I'm sure there's probably some racial undertones. There's probably, like from my understanding, people who've gone in the city really like the movie. Like it's been like, it's like a legitimate love letter to Hollywood. Yeah. You know, I just want to see if the guy who's doing Bruce Lee. Because yeah. fuck, that's a good, that's a Really good Bruce Lee. Yeah, I saw the trailer. It looks good. Uh, number one is still number one this week. It's uh, Lion King. It made $75.5 million over the we- uh, weekend and $350.7 overall, overall in the two weeks release. Yeah, uh, I, didn't, I didn't think it, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was going to beat uh, <laughs> Lion King. Maybe it was next week, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah, it's okay. So, um, but right. uh, there you go, kids. There's your uh, top five movies. Oh, sorry. Oh. Are we boring you with no, this show? No, no, I'm, I'm just, I'm worn out. Problem is, Ed, I'm in relax mode. 
because I didn't really do much today. I'm kind of in the, oh, man, it's all good. It's all, all good, good, man. Hey, man. Let's all get along. Yeah, Let's can't all... we all? Don't eat the brown acid, man. Don't eat the brown acid. So what's coming out on uh, video? Video, Blu-ray, and DVDs. Uh, yeah. Here we go. Here we go. For movies and TV kids, Ugly Dogs. Oh, sorry, ugly, ugly dolls. dolls. Ugly dogs. Oh, they're not going to cute to somebody. <laughs> ugly dolls. Ugly dolls. Twenty nineteen came out there sometime, and yeah. Kelly Clarkson started in it. And there you go, kids. Uh, yeah, I think it was a. It's like one of those like, hey, you're an ugly doll, but it's okay to be pretty. It's okay to be who you are because you're not ugly on. You may be ugly on the outside, but it's pretty on the inside, and that's what matters most. Sure, it does. <laughs> Lies. Uh, Long shot came out this Tuesday. It's a, a Seth Rogen uh, film. Really? Yes. Wow, you blinking, you missed it in the movie theaters. Sharice uh, Shri- Theron's in it too, as yeah. well. So I was kind of kind of surprised. Uh, he uh, she plays like a presidential candidate, and he plays her speechwriter. But they used to know each other in high school. Yeah. And they, uh, uh, it's like a second chance, but you know, it's like a long shot him dating her because she's so pretty and he ain't. And uh, they kind of bump into each other, and, and she asks him to come aboard as her like speechwriter or something like that. And uh, that's what I heard. What are, you, what are you reading it? I'm reading the next one. No, what's uh, the next one? This was the Intruder. A young couple, Michael Ely and Megan Good, finally moves to the Napa Valley Dream uh, Dream Home, which they bought from Charlie Dennis Quaid, an eccentric widow. widow Widowed owner, excuse me, of the house. They things take to turn, turn, however, when the obsessed former owner keeps on popping into the oh. house and intruding into their lives. Didn't they do that one with Michael Keaton, um, Matthew Modine, and Meg Ryan? Wasn't it called like uh, the 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 apartment or something like yes, that? Yes, that's right. Now I'm going to look because they do that every once in a while where it's like, hey, here's a home and someone who used to live there is obsessed with being there or the tenant. I think there is one one called. Um, let's see, Michael Keaton. Um, uh, no, was it Matthew Modine? Oh, right, right, right. Matthew Modine. M O. Well, why are why you're doing that? Uh, the Doors and Glory are getting the 4K treatment this time around. So, if you're 4K players and listen, look watchers, there you go. And this one I'm going to butcher, I know, but it was a superhero movie that apparently went to direct to DVD. Uh, El Chicano. El Chicano. Uh, All right. Director, co-writer Ben Hernandez Bray's gritty, gritty superhero film features a mysterious mask vigilante named El Chicano. LAPD detective Diego Hernandez, played by Raul Castillo, embodies the specter anti-hero to battle violent and and a nationalist Mexican drug cartel. So there you go. Kids. All right. And that's all I have for uh, movies and television. Okay. Well, what's coming out in video? Video, video games. games. Here we go. Mutant Year Zero Road to Eden by Maximum Games for the PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. That's on Tuesday. Hira- Pacific Heights. Pacific Heights. Sorry, in 1890, Drake Goodman he played. Sorry, a couple work hard to renovate their dream house and become landlords to pay f- and become landlords to pay for it. Unfortunately, one of their tenants has planned of its own. Dun, dun, dun. That's why by Michael Keaton. All right, so sorry, guys. Moving on. Good. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Good. Uh, Horizon Chase Turbo by Sega of America for the Switch. That's this Tuesday. 
Harvest Moon, Light of Hope, Special Edition, complete by Natsum for the PS4 and Switch. That's this Tuesday. All right. Um, this Thursday. No, this Tuesday, it says. I uh, could be wrong, though, but it's, I thought it, was, it said Tuesday. Uh, NFL, uh, NHL 20, or NF, sorry, Madden NFL 20 Superstar Edition by EA Sports yep. or the PS4, Xbox One Tuesday. Right. And then on Friday, I guess everybody else can yeah. get Madden NFL 20 by EA Sports for their PS4 and Xbox One. Yeah. Friday. So there you go, kids. All right. There's your movies and TV releases and video games. Yeah. Uh, video game wise, I got nothing outside of playing that. Um, Marvel Alliance, The Dark Order. Um, like I said, Stacey wanted me to catch up on, you know, catch up with where she's at in the game. And uh, she got annoyed because I took down a... I had a boss fight that I handled pretty well. Mm. She was kind of upset because I handled it better than her. And I'm like, but you got you beat a guy before I did in, like, one try. He's like, not the point. He's like, oh, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Ed, you, you did... Uh, let's see. I got casting news. Do you now? I do. Ready? Yes. Arsenio Hall officially boards Coming to America 2 with Eddie Murphy. Okay. <laughs> I'm good. You know, I'm glad he's back for it. But uh, uh, all right, but uh, what? What's he doing now that he didn't have any? That he like there's a possibility that he couldn't do it. <laughs> like, well, I don't know. Okay, you know, I'll answer that call after. I'll answer. Why don't you IMDb him while I'm reading the article here? Uh, it says here, Arsenio Hall has officially closed his deal to return to Coming to America too. The actor was heavily rumored to star in the film, especially after he was pictured with Oscar-winning costume designer Ruthie Carter a few months back. Most of the principal cast members from the original film, including Eddie Murphy, uh, Hall, Sherry, Headley, and James Earl Jones, were expected to return. Murphy and Hall were the only two with officially confirmed deals. As of now, Jermaine Fowler is the only new cast member that's been on set. If previous reports are proven to be true... Fowler is one of the two young leads, one male and one female, that will be at the focal point of the film. In April, it was said that the two leads were Lavelle and Mika. They're uh, the heirs both. I'm sorry, the two leads were Lavelle and Mika. The heirs both vying for the Zumandian throne. Fowler is likely to be the character known right now to be Lavelle. Describes a 30-year-old Queens hustler with a heart of gold, raised by his mother. Lavelle wants a better life for himself which could be right around the corner as he learns that he's possible Zumundian heir. Lavelle has a gift for gab, able to crack wise with humor, but by no means a clown, he says. Uh, he struggles with discipline, authority, and self-motivation. Mika, on the other hand, is a 20-year-old proud to be principal daughter, proud and principal daughter of Zumanda, who is athletic and skilled in the art of self-defense, but she is also measured in her temperament always seeking a calm, diplomatic solution to conflict. Mika has beautiful, has a, has, Mika is beautiful and capable, but still hang, anxiety over, quote, wanting to be the son Akeem never had. Her challenge is to show her father her true self and be brave with her heart. There you go, Ed. Okay. All right, so what has... Arsenio well, Hall is... The last thing Arsenio Hall, because I like that... The last thing Arsenio Hall says, the Arsenio Hall show. 
<laughs> no, all about the Washingtons. It's a TV series. Okay. He was in two episodes as himself. Apparently, a lot of things he's playing as himself. Except for the <laughs> mayor, the TV series, he played Ocho Oki. Uh, but he was like, like Lopez in 2016. He played himself. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> What's Arsenio good at playing? Himself. <laughs> Really? But like coming to America too is already already on his IMDb page every production. <laughs> so it's like gee uh, that article. Ah uh, thank you. No. Yeah, you're welcome. No. A little something for the a little something for the extra. Um actually well this article was pulled up uh July twenty second. Okay. So it was almost a week ago. Yeah. So of course it's up there. He's like Make sure that's on IMDb. I need an updated <laughs> stat. <laughs> I need something relative. I need something that's more me. I said, you've been playing yourself in all these shows. I know, but it's not really me. I need a role. Who else is it? Then? <laughs> Only problem is when he gets on the set, he's got to remember that he actually has a name of a character, not just Arsenio. <laughs> <laughs> Call me Arsenio. Your name is not Arsenio. It's whatever it is in the movie. <laughs> well, he, here's, here's the big question because he did he did do an accent for the movie back in the eighties. You think he's going to do both that? of them did? Well, right, but I'm. I'm you think for, he's going to do it again? I'm talking about Arsenio because that's <laughs> the article's about. <laughs> yeah, you can see. Is you think Arsenio can remember the accent? Not really remember the accent. Yeah, but do you think he'll do it? But I think he'll do it because like 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 a lot of actors after a while they kind of. I, I, like if, if, I don't know. There's some things you've ever seen. Things you go, yeah, they just got lazy. Like in X Men, Halle Berry, Halle Berry had that accent, and she did really well. I thought. And two, it was kind of like in and out. And three, didn't she even care. Didn't right? care. Like, uh, yep. Nope. Not at all. I. She. She gave it up. Um. Like it, it, like uh, 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 Samuel L. Jackson in uh, um, the Triple X series. He had that scarred up face. Yeah, right, right, kind of right. thing. And I, I think, like, at the end of three, you know, with the return of Xander Cage, right. he didn't even have it. Like, I know, <laughs> I think, like, he's pretending he's dead and they changed his cover right. or whatever, or his face. But you figure it would still be kind of like that, like, um, face. He's like, no, you got to make me pretty again. Right, like. Because <laughs> yeah, now I'm Samuel L. Jackson. Before, but, I was just, just but sad. You, but you know, it, like, he's got the hat, like, he wears, right. like, when he's comfortable. He's got the glasses right, on and right, right. the, 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 the tracksuit, basically. <laughs> the track. Like, like he just like yeah I'm just, just gonna I just left off the set of Jackie Brown like, <laughs> like it's like you've seen him like comfortable <laughs> in like interviews and stuff and it's like he wears sure. his street clothes and it's like you know and he, like basically that's what he looked like and you go yeah he's, he's like he's on the phone he's like yeah my agent, I think I do this thing I got apparently another day of like hold, hold on hold on did you say action oh, I'll call you right back <laughs> yes. motherfucker alright <laughs> so hold on anyway where was I <laughs> exactly like like it was just like so like you you're like wow that, that was they didn't even try like, it's like like I wonder, I wonder excuse me Mr. Jackson we really need you in makeup I'll not get there fuck you I can't I'm making money moves I gotta work on another Avengers movie in about an hour you know I'm still trying to negotiate a deal to come back in Star Wars <laughs> you want me to show up and the return of Xander Cage fuck that <laughs> I mean it was in the beginning he had the yeah, phase sure. and all and it blew up you know, it was a figure, you know I'll be in the beginning and I'll be in the end and by the end I want my face to be pretty again right but, but it's not no no you're gonna fake my death and I'm gonna come back with a whole new face but it's gonna look exactly like me except not fucked up <laughs> Then how does that work? Because people know me from the fucked up face. If you make me pretty again, then they won't. 
illusion accomplished. <laughs> and I'm, I'm free to go about my business. It's just not how it works. Motherfucker, I said that's how it's going to work. You, you know what? I got three words for you. Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> You're right, Mr. Jackson. Well, we'll, we'll just do it the way you say it. mundo. <laughs> That's how I envision it. That's how it went down. <laughs> but Arsenio, he plays Arsenio. Yeah. <laughs> all right, well then, um, are you looking forward to, um, speaking of casting and all, mm. um, you do know this is the final season for Arrow. Yes. Um, and they're going to be introducing Batwoman. Yes. Um, how do you feel about that? You know, I, I'm... I'm I never really bred Batwoman, so I'm not like... But I'm like, you know, like, hey, you know what? If they can get another DC character on on any screen, it's great, you know, like to see it. So I, sure. I'm an interesting, right. especially the whole, like, she's completely different from Batgirl, so it's going to be... Right, because she's a Batwoman, but, but, and she's a lesbian. Uh, well, I always, I'm chuckling everybody who's offended by the fact that she's a lesbian. I'm like, you clearly never picked up a comic book. Right. She's always been a lesbian. Exactly, she was. and then But the thing... I mean, like, I know about her, so I'm, like, not, like, foreigner. But the thing is, the one thing I'm worried about is the fact is that everybody's going to think she's Batgirl instead of Batwoman. Like, you know, I'm like, sure they'll mention that Batwoman. And it's going to be there in the title, Batwoman. And they're going to call her Batwoman a few times. Just so it, yeah, but, like... There's always someone going, how come she ain't Batgirl? Because it's not. <laughs> like, like, I, thought, I thought Batgirl was... Was Barbara Gordon, not Cassie Kane. The, exactly. Kane, that, that, yeah, that, that, that's, the, that's the point I'm trying to make is the fact is that, that they're not going to make the connection. What, she's like the, the second iteration of, of, of Batgirl? Yeah, Because yeah. uh, there's people out there that don't read. They don't. They get all their knowledge from TV. Yeah. <laughs> so. Pick up a book, people. So anyway, so what was... Well, the reason why I'm bringing it up is because... You know, apparently it's it's a short Arrow season. It's like eight episodes. Right, it's the first half, and then they're... right because the first half is going to be part of the Infinity Crisis thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's probably what. Let's face it, it's war secret, war kept secret. They'll probably kill off you know him and during that. Right. However, they've been making some casting comments about who's going to be in this crossover episode. Okay. Um, I don't have him, but I heard that Burt Ward is going to be in it. Yes. Burt Ward's going to be playing Robin. Right. Again. In this, <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. Like old, or maybe he'll be a retired Robin. I'm hoping he's a retired Robin because I don't want to see him in the shorts. Oh, I do. Because in my head, I'm like, I want to the... see him in the full pantyhose, the shorts, I mean, after those, those whole, green boots. After all this time, he never got rid of the moniker of. Robin. I'm hoping I'm, I hope I'm drinking the uh, drinking something so I go. <laughs> <laughs> Holy Infinity Crisis, Batman. You know, but <laughs> like, no, no, all right. Well, the reason why I'm bringing this up, apparently, um, Tom Welling and Linda Carter are returning for Crisis on Infinite Earths. Yeah. Um, WB is going all, all out on their upcoming Arrowverse Crisis on Infinite Earths event as Tom Welling and Linda Carter are in talks to return. Talks now. Yeah. A source at Comic-Con has filled me in, and this is from Comic Book News, to take this for what it's worth. Uh, filled him in on the details regarding the crossover, which I'll say is bigger than anyone thought. Tom Welling, of course, is known for Smallville, and he's reprising his role as character. With Linda Carter having played the '70s Wonder Woman, Senator, uh, Carter actually appeared in an episode of Supergirl, but she was but she will be back as Wonder Woman. Uh, Comic Con also saw to announce that Brandon Ruth will suit up as the Kingdom Come Superman side by side the side by side the Tyler 
Halichin Man of Steel. I guess that's the Man of Steel from Supergirl, I think. Yeah. Uh, Burt Ward's uh, 66 Robin from the Batman series was also announced at Comic-Con. will be appearing as Crisis on Infinite Earths. Earth, which is a comic book story that involves multiple Earths and universes, some something the Arrowverse has already touched upon, but is expanding for the Crisis Event series. More details to come. So, what do you think? It is. It's. It's. You, at first, you're like, "Oh my god, that's great," and then you go, "Wait a minute, that's gonna suck." Not <laughs> <laughs> gonna suck, but it's. It's gonna be strange to see. I, I think it's the the better word because you're gonna go. You know, I, I like you know, like I've seen, I've watched Wonder Woman, and they like sometimes they used, they used, I don't know if they still do it, but they used to start on MeTV here locally, which is their oh, memorable one. television. Hopefully, everybody has one in their in their area where they're watching here in America. At it's, least, I'm sure. I think it's streaming somewhere. But uh, you can, you know, I mean, I have it on DVD. Right, <laughs> I have all the seasons of Wonder Woman on DVD. <sighs> Wonder Woman. Oh, world is waiting for you and the power you possess. Uh, in your sand tights, fighting for the rights of the old red, white, and blue. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> anyway. Yes. Uh, so you you go, well, I mean, she looks great for a. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I, just... I saw a photo of her not too long ago, and I'm like, you know what? She was my my like you know my first I would say real one of my early crushes yeah. as a child, which is probably why I have a thing for brunettes with blue eyes and stripper boots, <laughs> you know. And I'm looking and I'm going, yeah, it's, that's, that's, I love you, Stacy, but I got to I got to dive in that sixty something year old woman. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Make um, her spin me around. Ooh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's just so creepy. <laughs> anyway, I forgot my Sorry, thought. <laughs> you were saying how good she looked. Yes. All right. Now, obviously, Burt Ward. You know, you've seen Burt Ward. I mean, you know, let's face he's, it. He's 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 not the lovable type that he was back in the sixties. He he. Let me put it after Batman sixty six. He didn't really do much, so he went on having a regular old life, and right. that regular old life comes with donuts. And you know he kind of didn't have out. to stay in shape. Yeah, yeah I mean, he's like, "Fuck you, I'm Robin. I don't got to do nothing. I collect those checks, bitch." And then, <laughs> and then so he got a little chubby. Yeah, a little chubby. And now he's like, "Holy hand grenades, Batman! I got to go on a diet." <laughs> uh, I'm sure though he'll get whipped back into shape. And even if they don't, they don't. I mean. He, I don't really expect him to be running through a scene with the Robin outfit on. He'll oh, I, I, I really I don't I, think so. I think it's going to be a retired Robin. I, I think so awesome. Come on. I think don't that, tell me that won't be awesome to see him <laughs> in those, not, those tight green shorts. There'll probably be like him. Him. There'll probably be a photo of him as Rob, as young Robin. Yeah. And they'll probably go see him. See, if he's, I heard he's still alive. You know, Dick Grayson's still alive. They go see him. Like, oh, hello. You know, like he'll be. You know how great would it be though if he was kind of grizzly, like like <laughs> like a, a a grizzly war veteran, cynical, like fuck you guys kind of guy. You know, like like what the Dark Knight Returns Batman is, yeah. <laughs> Except for okay. Robin, he's just kind of grizzly and and jaded, and he's like, this will never work. I used to have a partner, and it all got fucking shanked by the Joker. You know, riddle me this: who's a single guy? Me. <laughs> <laughs> you know why? 
because no woman was attracted to me in those goddamn green shorts. Or better yet, because he is Dick Grayson. He becomes Nightwing. Uh, but yeah, again, <laughs> I just can't see him being Nightwing. I just think that he'd be retired. All right. I think he's retired. Especially I'm, I'm, the mullet. I want to see. I want to see the the, the Nightwing <laughs> mullet on him. Uh, yeah. I want to see him in the seventies Nightwing. Nightwing out of the disco era. Oh yeah, <laughs> the white and gold lame. <laughs> That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Seventies were not good to Dick Grayson. <laughs> yeah, Batman was good to Dick Grayson. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Was Batman really good to anybody? No. no, I don't think so. All right, I got I got another article here, Ed. Yeah. Um, you and I have been talking about TV shows. Yes. Um, preferably the adaptation of literary art to television, hence the Boys, the Preacher. Well, here's another literary literary gem possibly coming to Hulu. Oh, really? Yep. Um. Um, how can I put it? Hitchhiker's Galaxy, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy is coming to Hulu as a TV series. Yes, I did hear something uh, okay, about the classic, a while ago. The classic sci-fi novel by Douglas Adams has had several adaptions, but the new version for Hulu will come from ABC Signature, the cable slash streaming division of ABC Studios, both of which are owned and operated by Disney. <laughs> <laughs> it's worth noting that Walt Disney Studios produced the 2005 Garth Jennings directed version. Which wasn't that good, by the way. Um, really? The movie? Yeah. I didn't like the movie movie. I, I mean, the TV show, the old BBC TV show, oof, that was a hard swallow, too. They just and To me, the NIFS never... It wasn't good enough for me, I guess. Because I'm, I, that, to me, that's... Um, it's kind of a beloved book for me. Little known fact, I love that book. Yeah, I, 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 I've read it, I've read it several times. times. Yeah, I have the leather bound, you know, copy of all the books put together with one big leather bound yeah. version. Um, the first thing I do, the first thing I put on my nook was Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy because I thought, how great would it be? I'm walking around with a little iPad type thing, and you know, I think you'd find that kind of funny, funny right? You know? um, so it's like I'm like, all right, well, I'll give it a shot. I mean, I. I I think I, I do own the movie. I tried watching it the other day, and not the other like a few weeks back, and I watched it, but I still felt like, yeah, it's not the same. You know, I just didn't, just didn't. Maybe because because it, it didn't do well in the box office, and it didn't make the other movies, which I was kind of hoping for. Yeah, you know, um, according to Dateline, though, uh, Deadline it says that Carlton Coos, uh Curse Curse from Lost in the Strain, and Jason. I want to say it's Fox. It looks it's F U C H S. Fuch. Uh, he'll write and direct, produce. I don't. No word on in the production phase. What part? Where in the production phase? Hitchhiker's guy may be in, but chances it'll be um, with the with current. It's currently. Well, chances it'll be with Cuss currently working on Lock and Key over at Netflix. Uh, so I mean, Ed, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Coming to a th- TV. Hulu, coming to coming to Hulu, which you know, I mean, they're looking for what do you call it? Uh, original programming for that DC app. Yeah, you know, the DC app, the um, Disney. I'm going to say Disney right now. The mouse is going. That motherfucker said DC. <laughs> well, you forget who we own. We own everything but DC, and that's coming. <laughs> <laughs> We're working on it. You know, um. 
So how do you feel about it? <sighs> I mean, if they do it right, I mean, if they stay true to the, the, the source material, because, I mean, like, I mean, you mean, in a way, you're right. I mean, like, well, the, the, the original BBC, if you could find it, which I do have a copy of. I have it on DVD. I have it on DVD. And uh, um, it's the best way I can describe it. It's 70s Doctor Who. Yeah, you know it's oh. it's 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 basically like if you remember watch, if you if you've seen old Doctor Who episodes, and you can see them on Pluto by the way on uh, there's a Doctor Who channel you can watch these old episodes and, and go, whoo, <laughs> 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 um, yeah. So you kind of you know it's 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 very shoddy uh, work uh, basically because it's they're hoping for more like the dialogue was going to handle. Right, whatever. Right, because it's, it's a comedy. So comedy, it's comedy with words. Yes, and so they're they were hoping, I guess, like you said, like the visuals didn't have to be spot on as long as people were listening to things. Right. You know. And then the movie adaptation. Now, I enjoy the movie adaptation. I mean, you know, I don't think it was the, of course, obviously the greatest no, was, adaptation and all. And I don't even wasn't even close to being great. I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of meh. But I I enjoyed it. There was there was a lot of stuff in that movie I did enjoy. I mean Sam Rockwell I think is an underrated actor. He always been. No matter what he's in, he's he's always great. What he does. Yeah. I mean he's 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 been a lot of films I've seen of him, and I'm like wow, like I'm blown away by his his acting ability. So when you have him on board, you're like all right. And then of course before the Lord or the Hobbit, really, you had um, I can't think of his name now. The the one who starred in the Hitchhiker's oh, Guide to um, Game Magazine. Sure, no, he's in the Hobbit uh, series as uh, uh, he plays Bilbo, Bilbo Baggins. Yes. Oh shit! Now you're gonna have me look it up. Damn it. <laughs> so anyway, that that actor. I mean, he. I thought he was great as. Uh, well, people forget that he. I, I mean, I knew he was gonna be great because he's in the original, the British version of The Office. Yes. You know. Uh, let's see, The Hobbit. He's also plays. Um, Watson in uh, the Sherlock Holmes with, with Benedict Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch. Yeah. I mean, he's a lot of great roles. Martin Freeman. Martin Freeman. Jeez, I can't think of. I didn't think of that name because I'm talking about it. If it was you, I'd be like, oh, Martin Freeman. <laughs> you know, it's weird. I'm looking at like I, I went to the Hobbit right and IMDb. And I always tell you like the two big people in the Hobbit. It's Martin Freeman and Ian McKellen. Then mm. in the Hobbit, Desolation of Smaug, it's Ian McKellen, and Martin Freeman. In the Hobbit, Battle for the Five Armies, it's Ian McKellen and Martin Freeman. He's not just it's, it's the Hobbit, not the not the Gandalf. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. So uh, you know, so I mean, I thought he was brilliant in it. I mean, like like the cast was really good in that movie. I just think that the material they have, you know, I mean, the the robot, I mean, played by Alan Rickman. Yeah, Mar- Marvin. Uh, I mean that that was genius. I mean, like I you know, like it's another performance. Fine. Yeah. He was he was so good with his sarcastic lines and just you know his you know his, his dry wit and all it was just well not really dry wit but you know the the lines he delivered the way he delivered was perfect. He was very melancholy. Yeah, yeah it was, that was his whole shtick and he did a real good job of it. Yeah, it was, I mean that's like I said some it wasn't a horrible horror movie. It's just to me it was like <sighs> I wanted more. <laughs> I'm just I just didn't get it. But again, my expectation when again I think was always was always a little higher when it comes to that kind of material. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, uh, and we didn't cover this, but let's go back to some Comic Con news. Okay. All right. Uh, this goes back on uh, 
July 17th, apparently, Batman became the first character inducted into the Comic-Con Hall of Fame. <laughs> <It's>, you know... <laughs> I didn't know they had a... I guess not, because he's, he's the I, first he's character. The first character inducted, yeah. Um, the character celebrated his 80th anniversary this year. It was featured in the museum-style exhibit called The Gathering that celebrated the Dark Knight's history in comics, film, TV, video games, and beyond. After years of inducting writers, artists, editors, and more into the Hall of Fame, this year Comic-Con decided to open up and honor the fictional characters that drive so much of the mainstream co- corporate comics. Um, on that night, before a crowd of little over 400 fans, celebrities, and artists, the Cape Crusader was celebrated as an idea. Um, Batman is quoting, this is a quote from uh, creative, DC's publishing creative artist from Jim Lee. He said, Batman is real in every person who summons the strength and resilience to keep going. That is a superpower. There's no other way to describe it. Uh, he said he, he the ceremony was the highlight of the gathering, which DC characterizes as a black carpet event at the museum's future home in San Diego's Balboa Park. Hey, yo, what's the kind of park happened to me? Hey, yo. What was in Philly? That's what I gotta say, because if it's gonna be named after me, it should be in Philadelphia, right? It's Balboa Park, eh? Huh. Um, okay, well, it doubled the, that Balboa Park doubled as the the first fundraiser for the Comic-Con Museum, which is set to officially open in 2021, by the way. So it's hey, let's have a uh, let's induct people before we actually even open it. Uh, well, besides dozen pieces of Batman's history, the Comic Con Museum hosted an art gallery featuring dozen pieces of art from years at the Comic Con posters and programs. The gathering was also a sneak preview of the Batman Experience, powered by AT and T, as a massive exhibition featuring the largest ever collection of Batman-related props, costumes, and vehicles that will be on display at the museum throughout the San Diego Comic Con. There you go. Yeah, I'm going through the list here of of, uh, of Comic Con inductees. Yeah, and like I mean, there was no don't be going. There's a good list of of artists and all. And Neil Adams is the only one that six stands out so far uh, okay. of, of the big names that you may you may have heard of, uh, uh, type of thing. But I mean, there, there's some good there's some good uh, talent. There's a lot of great talent here. I should say uh, in there. Um, but yeah, you know, I could see why they they inducted him. <laughs> be honest, I'll be honest, because it's just like, yeah, yeah, you know, like like like, I'm not going to give any names here other than the, the one I just mentioned, because you know, I'm like, you're not gonna you're gonna go who or you might know, and you know, you go okay, you know, but a lot of these guys, it's just yeah, I'm 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 like the third page now. There's a lot of there's a lot of there's a lot of inductees, which is great. But uh, no, <laughs> no standout like other than you know, I mean, granted, I mean, I'm sure a lot of these, a lot of these gentlemen, you, you some of these uh, uh, fans would know. But Bill Finger, hey, he's in there. Yay! Hey, he made it. He's in. All right. <laughs> um. So yeah, there's no other. <laughs> I'm going through and going through, looking at names here. I'm uh. Halfway through, and uh, two standout stars. All right, that uh, that you would, might know the name of, and Bill Finger, I think, is a one that you know. I mean, we've talked about him before in the past, in other episodes, but uh, he might not be as as uh, uh, as popular as you know some people. Okay, but uh, you know, yeah, there's no. I'm 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 in the H's now, and like 
right. Yeah, there's yeah, I'm I'm done. I'm not not even going ready for Are you done? Yeah, that's there you go. All right, great great. I'm glad you know they're finally getting some talent. I mean (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. No, that's that's uh, that's great that they're gonna induct uh, fictional characters in there. You know, I'm sure you're gonna start seeing like uh, other DC or Marvel names. Sure, you know, you gotta have Batman first, and then just because then they'll be like Superman. If you're right. like, I see even Batman's first one in Batman. Yeah. Like Batman's the first one always through the door, always in first one to go running in. I'm fucking Batman. I'm Batman. <laughs> All right, so uh... that's interesting. Yeah. Would you go to a, a, a Comic Con? Like, if you were like, cause, I mean, imagine it's going to be open year round, this, this museum. Would I go to a Comic Con museum? Yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I, I don't know. Let's be realistic. I, if it was in fucking San Diego, no. I'm not driving. I'm not flying all the way to California just to go to the Comic Con museum. Okay. Um, If it was local, probably just to say I went to a museum. I mean,. I got Ed. I got some culture in me this week, and I went to the Comic Con Museum and I learned about Batman. What if What if it was like, like you know, going to the Franklin Institute, you know, kind well, of? Well, I did the Franklin Institute Marvel thing, and I, I thoroughly enjoyed that. Yeah. So I mean, if it was like that, sure, I'll go. I'm I'm always interested in stuff like that. I but just, then if it's stationary in a place across the country, you're like, no, fuck that. If I if I happen to be out there for another reason, yeah, and I happen to be like. Oh, you know what's uh, you know what's around the corner? That San Diego Comic Con Museum. You want to go? I'd be like, yeah, sure, no problem. But I'm not flying out there. Right. My reason to be in San Diego, if anything, would probably be to visit family. But they're in like San Francisco, so I'm like, it's a it's a it's a hike yeah. <laughs> to go to San Diego. But I mean, at least I'd be like, yeah, all right. If I was going to L.A. and you know, and if the San Diego Comic Con was dry, like a, a long, like not too too long of a drive, yeah, I'd go. But I wouldn't be like. Hey, we're planning out. You know how people plan Disney trips? Yeah. I'm not planning a San Diego Comic Con museum trip. <laughs> you know, if I happen to be there at the time for something else, yeah, sure. Yeah. But I'm not, you know, going, oh, I'm, Sean, what are you saving for? San Diego Comic Con museum. Not even, not the Comic Con? Fuck that. You know how many people show up to that? I'm going to the museum part. <laughs> 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 That's so ridiculous when you put it that way. Yeah. Hey, he's going to go to the con- <laughs> Comic-Con? Fuck that. Too many people. All those famous people and all those cosplayers and all that cool shit that's going on there. Nope. I'm going down the street <laughs> to the museum part because I'm going to get my learn on. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> that's great. Okay, <laughs> <get> my learn on. <sighs> All right, so um, um, okay, let's see. I'm, I'm looking here. I saw, I just saw this thing that uh, Phase Five Ryan Reynolds celebrates Deadpool leak anniversary with maximum effort. Um, who leaked? Remember, remember when the De- Deadpool test footage was leaked? Yes. Apparently, that was made five years ago. Uh, today is the five year leak anniversary of that rogue cinematic act, and Ryan Reynolds is still on the case. Last year, he posted about the four-year anniversary, saying he was still searching for the bastard who gave him his current career back in July 28, 2014. <laughs> this year, Fox's, new, Fox's newly remade Disney star really outdid himself. Ronald Ronald posted a corkboard with every Deadpool, with a very Deadpool breakdown of the suspects he's investigating. You could spend all day zooming into this appreciative and to appreciate every Easter egg on this beauty. Um, you can, and it's on his Instagram and <laughs> he's got Betty White and, <laughs> you know, I, it's pretty funny. 
Um, <laughs> he's like, he, um, he's like investigation heading into year five, or as I call it, phase five. <laughs> and uh, the point is, I love conspiracy yarn. <laughs> Uh, so he's like, first of all, I hope you noticed that one piece of evidence up there is a cinnamon blend story. I hope you noticed because I didn't until it was pointed out. The far left, right above, is a smoking gun. Five years ago, uh, cinnamon cinema blends owned Sean O'Connell wrote the story on how the leaked Deadpool footage changed the superhero's fate. That story is now highlighted and captured for all times Deadpool board. <laughs> hey, there it is. Uh, so, uh, wow, it's been five years. It's been five years. Yeah, time flies. I know, really. I was, man, I remember seeing that going, God, I really should do it. It's so good. Yeah. Well, yeah. they did. Uh, was. Yeah. <laughs> Can't argue with that. Can't argue with that. Uh, here is a quote, and while the person responsible for the leak has never been officially outed, I am now prepared to say with near, but not total certainly, that it was either the film's director, Tim Miller, or someone close to him. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, All right, so there you go. It's it's five years old, Ed. Wow. The leak footage. I don't care. It's, you know, thank goodness. You know, I, let's see. I'm trying to I'm scrolling through Amazon's. The boys and, and, and is missing an important team member. I'll have to look at that later. Yeah. <sighs> They're saying the omission is understandable, but I'm gonna look read comments. Uh, so. Uh, someone here, best comic to screen adaptation ever created. Incredible cast, an amazing story. Blaze through it all in one day. Well worth watching again. Uh, someone's like, the show is beyond ridiculously good. Binged them all in a sitting. Ha <laughs> So there you go. Uh, yeah. Um, let's see. Well, I'm looking here. I'm trying to get to somebody who doesn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> terrible, terrible. All right, whatever. All right, so uh, there you have it, folks. I think that's all I have this week. Ed, do you have anything you'd like to bring to the table? Jeez. Uh, I know it's going to put on the spot here. I was just asking. You could say no. <laughs> uh, let's see what I have here. I've been pulling up some articles and actually placing them on our, our Facebook page and uh, some Twitter. So let's see what I got here. All right. Uh, 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 uh. All right, I'm gonna go here, back here, and there is another. Uh, where is that? Where was that one? Um, Spider-Man: Far From Home originally had plans to include Robert Downey Jr. and Donald Glover cameos. By the way, really? Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. When Chris McKenna and Eric Summers told THR, we had talk about possibility hearing hearing Tony's voice. Um, through uh, Edith, oh, come on, we're, we talked through Edith at one point, and, but I think it goes a little, a little goes a long way that we didn't want to lean too hard. However, the pair agreed that even if even if Robert Downey Jr. comeback did come to pass, it was always going to be re, it was going to be reused footage anyway. Uh, despite you know spoilers, despite dying in Avengers Endgame, Tony Stark does appear throughout Far From Home. But only via the medium of a, re- a retcon civil Captain America Civil War clip, which helped set up Mysterio's vendetta against Stark. Glover, Glover, meanwhile, would have appeared just before Peter and his classmates left New York behind for a European occasion. Unfortunately, Glover's plan role, whatever that may have been, was also dropped. Uh, the writers explained that they only wanted Spidey in the Big Apple for so long before jetting off on holiday. We definitely thought how great, how great it would be to bring back Aaron Davis again. 
other considerations came in. Um, we went down the road a little bit, and the movie really set, spent such little time in Queens and gets to Europe pretty quickly. Some ideas you just have to give up. Um, of course, we're still ending up getting the big cameo. Um, he played a character in the Sam Raimi trilogy. Uh, that's not to say Glover uh, won't be back at some point in the future, but uh, the movie could only have ever have had space for, well, uh, one cameo that did appear in the movie. All right. Uh, so, there, you were going to have that, too. All right. Yeah. Did you, did you find something there, Ed? Well, I, I, I posted this last week, and, or uh, this uh, 26, two days ago, actually. Uh, Terry Crews <laughs> wants to do a Gears of War movie with Dave the Peace, Dave. Dave Batista, thank you. Uh, yeah, I, I saw that too, and I saw somebody. <laughs> this is the worst. The worst case for not doing it. They put Dave Batista and they put a, like a red X over him, right next to the picture of Phoenix. Right, mm-hmm. fucker looks identical to the guy. Everyone's like, yeah, dude, posting that photo did not did not make your argument any weaker. It made it. You know, it didn't make it any stronger. It made it weaker because the guy looks like him. Yeah, you know, and they're like, and everyone's down for it. They're like, all right, why not? <laughs> you know, so I, I'm I'm okay with it. I think he looks good. What about you? Yeah, um, I you know I I've, I've never played Gears of War, um, so I don't know. I've I've seen trailers of it though through Comic Cons and through you know YouTube whatever. Right. And I mean you know. And you go, yeah, you know, you get a couple muscle pound down guys running around with these machine guns and, you know, or specialized weapons, you know, and it's just like, there you go, you know, it's just like, and it's like, it's a kind of like a duh kind of thing. I mean, really, uh, yeah, so uh, that would be, that would be awesome. I mean, I think I just, uh, I don't know, I just, you you, you go, well, what's the plot going to be? And of course, I'm like, I don't really know much of that game to, you know, I know it's some kind of like alien. It's, it's. There's a it's basically a war with an alien species. Yeah. Um, everyone on the on the site that I saw comments are going, you know, it's like it's not that big of a deal. He, he's he hardly has any lines in the game anyway. <laughs> yeah, I see. Like how much dialogue can you have in these kind right. of movies? You know. Hey, look out! Run. You know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, of course, this I think also this past weekend uh, the official Harley Quinn trailer dropped. Yeah, for I the DC Universe, uh, and we posted it on our Twitter and Facebook page. Um, Kelly, uh, Kelly Cal- Cuco, thank you, Penny from um, what do you call Big it? Bang Theory. Yeah. Yes, uh, she's she's the voice. Did you see it? Did you? Yeah, yeah, I saw it. I, I watched. Uh, I watched it. I was. Um, what do you think? Well, they they do the old hey uh, look here's. Uh, Parental advisory because it gives you it's bad language, um, which is surprising a little bit. Is it? I mean, if you, I mean, you don't. Here's the problem. Okay, I saw the trailer. I enjoyed it. Would I sign up for Disney X? Um, Disney Access, DC's all access to watch it. No. <laughs> um, here's the thing: is like I felt like, believe it or not, sometimes I don't think cursing enhances anything right i know that sounds stupid considering how many times i curse on the show but her character is already established in comics and in television and in movies and in print she's not much of a cursor right. so to have her drop like you know holy shit that was fun can we do it again like 
know, I'm like, all right, you know, the art style looks okay. I'm curious. Apparently, I saw an article where they're actually going to address uh, the abuse that she got from Joker over the years. You know, they're actually going to actually legitimately explore right. that aspect of her character. And so that way people can go, oh, maybe she's a little bit more damaged than everyone thinks. <laughs> you know? Huh. Um, I mean, I'm okay. It was it was okay. Like, I wasn't blown out of the water by it. I was like, are they going to let anyone from the Big Bang Theory play her? Because it's the second person from that show to play her. Because the one who plays Bernadette, yeah. she played her in the Harley Quinn Batman movie. Right. You know? Which was... Whew, it was a thing. <laughs> it wasn't, I don't think it was that bad. It uh, wasn't that bad. It was It was exactly what I think it was meant to be in, in a movie. It wasn't yeah. supposed to be... You know, like, it wasn't supposed to be Romeo and Juliet. It was, you know, something, it was more like, who's on first? <laughs> I mean, you know, in, in, in the comparison of the library of the DC animated right. movies that are coming out, they're like, hair after head after head, and you're like, that was really good, you know, we right. the Red Hood, and, uh, you know, the Wonder Woman movie, and, you know, uh, the, the Public Enemies, and, you know. There's there's a list, you know. That, you I think know, Hush is um, almost out. Yeah, it's the next next iteration right. coming out. Like I think in the uh, the Halloween. I, I started watching it on the Fire Stick though, so I think it's out sooner. Yeah, just say. I didn't see it in the in the releases yet, so it's coming oh, out. Okay. So it might come out actually. Yeah, well, sure. actually, I think I think that app gets it first before everything else. So, oh, yeah, okay. So, uh, so maybe someone ripped it from uh, something else. All right. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. I'm gonna have to should tell and watch it. All right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, so something like like the Batman Harley Quinn thing, you go, all right, you know, it wasn't uh, comparatively in the library of, of movies, it wasn't that right. good, you know, and I, I, I tend to agree. I mean, I don't think it was that bad of a film. I mean, right. I've seen worse. Yeah, you know, I've seen worse out. as well. Um, but then going to this, um, you know, I, I, I think for, 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 what, for where it's going, I don't think it's going to do the job it needs to do. Like, <clears> I, I, it's going to be on the DC Universe app, right. so I think there's been speculation, and it's 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 not the first time I heard these rumors that the fact that there's problems there, that they're not getting the numbers that they thought they were going to get, right? You know, projected to, you know, get get a, get a low, uh, uh, get a, make it profitable, say for this right, DC Universe app. Right, which is app. you know, rumor has it that's why they're joining out with AT and T to get out because you know I think AT and wow, I keep tugging on this wire I think at t <laughs> hey keep that to yourself there buddy <laughs> <laughs> Harley <laughs> um, they uh, they're supposed to be you know I think at t owns Warner Brothers or Warner Brothers owns t t it's one of those that own each other and they're thinking about you know cutting down on the you know, combining apps right uh, alright yeah. But the, but the but the to me it's just like if you if you really want to push the app further you do stuff that will wow the audience and right. I like like the idea the premise of the idea is great but then when this trailer hit I was just like I don't think it's gonna be that great like I, right. I think they needed to amp something up I don't know what it is right you know I'm not like an expert you know I'm not doing this <laughs> I'll tell you what you're doing wrong that's why we're in a basement because. <laughs> <laughs> Because we're experts. That's right. <laughs> but it's it's one of those same things where you go, you know, I I wish they would have done something else. Like 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 I don't I don't know if it's the voice acting talent because like I said there wasn't really that much. It was all like action scenes in the trailers. You don't right. get to see much. So you go, 
is it worth it for me to go buy this app to go just see this show? No, just wait till a couple episodes are out and then get the free trial. <laughs> did you learn nothing from the first half of the show? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I did look at it briefly. Like, I, I, I loaded it on my Roku to see it, and I wasn't impressed then with the, the DC app. So I'm like, I don't know if, if like, like, a year later it's going to be worth it, you know, like... Right, I have to go back and um, I was watching Titans and I kind of fell off because, uh, look, I've been watching through a Fire Stick. I don't have the DC app, so I'm watching it kind of not so not through proper channels. You might say. Mm-hmm. Um, so like the feed that I was uh, for whatever reason I would start watching it and it wasn't the right episodes and it, it's I hate that. It's like it went back to like the first episode and I'm like I that's not. I'm not in that area. Right. Like, to me, I'm like, oh, someone's fucking with it. I'm like, motherfuckers. So I'm, I, I left. I'm like, I'm done. I'm not going to watch that. I'm going to take a break. Mm. Which is fine, because the boys started. I'm going to watch that. So, you know, I'll probably you know watch more of that. And I did, actually, I did start watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer again. Really? Stacy and I were, were talking about it, and she stumbled across, you know, there's like those Bud Fees articles, like, top ten so-and-sos, blah, blah, blah. And she fell down a rabbit hole of, like, top ten insert topic here on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Like, top ten saddest deaths or top ten most evil people. Top ten shockers. And she's going down the list and I'm like, okay, I remember that one. I remember that. I remember that. And she started making me feel like, fuck, I forget how much I enjoyed that show. And it's on who? I have it on DVD. I have the whole little Slayer box thing. Mm -hmm. But I'm not going to put a disc in disc in. It's on Hulu that I have that I can just stream it, you know? Right. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to go back and, and revisit the Buffy the Vampire Slayer just to see how, you know, see how it fits. It kind of holds up a little bit. There's some outdated references for things. You know, like, <laughs> I don't think anyone James Spader is, I don't think people think James Spader is super hot anymore. Because, you know? <laughs> like, in the first episode, Cordelia and Buffy are, you know, Cordelia wants to know her what she thinks about James Spader and she's like he has to call me and I'm like yeah I don't I, maybe back then maybe now he's kind of balding and he's in black you know we call it um he's he's got the shit I used to watch it all the time not black hat um the blacklist the blacklist yeah he's the voice of Ultron sure I mean if you like bad guys go for it <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean it was it's still it, it kind of holds up you know as far as story goes but then I started realizing, like when Stacy was going down, like the top ten things, how how the show addressed certain mature rated stuff, like you know, um, I would say, like not, not definitely like in a Me Too era, some of that content wouldn't wouldn't work. You know, I'm like, wow, all right, sure. I mean, I guess it's supposed to be an allegory or something, but holy miracle, that's kind of pushing the boundaries for now. Like, oh yeah, they go firing the whole head. <laughs> Sorry, it's coming out of both ends, isn't it? It is. It Shit's is. coming out of both ends. <sighs> so, there you go, Ed. That's all I got. I'm spent. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> really? That's all you got? That's it. We do. We've been talking for over an hour. You know, I'm trying, folks. What we're trying to do is, I'm trying to find ways to streamline the show to get it under two hours. And I'm like, okay, you know what? Less articles. 
Less articles, less fluff. That's not true. That's your spit on it right now because you have no articles. And you, look, there was not much going on this week. Not much. I'm putting it this way. Not much that I really cared about. Not much that you cared about. Right. And some of the stuff that I thought was sticking out, I'm like, eh, is it really? It's not about stuff that's not interesting. It's stuff to recall, to actually have a dialogue about. And if my dialogue is going to be, yeah, I really don't, you know, I'm like, all right, it, it is what it is. Then so be it. What's the point? I don't want to bore the audience. Um, did I talk about, you know, what's his face? Um, fucking uh, Wesley Snipes had something to say about him not being in the Blade movies. Do you want to hear it? Sure. All right. So, this will be the last one. Unless right. you come up with something. I, I, yeah, I'm trying to get. I, I hate. I sometimes I hate Facebook. That's why. <laughs> that's why I always print this shit out beforehand, like what I used to do, because this none of this stuff works. Because Sipon always. There we go. Sipon always sent me stuff. There's all like like one is uh, Patrick Stewart says he hates Earl Grey. Tastes like lawn clippings. Fairly in the uh, uh, while promoting the upcoming or promoting the up the the Dark Phoenix Angerberg's crossover movie. Stewart's is shocked to the fans by saying he confirmed that he hated the tea. <laughs> so there, that's that was one thing. And then uh, let's see what else he yeah, said. Yeah, see, I I saw that same article and I saw him and I was like, yeah, no one. I don't think anyone cares. <laughs> So anyway, I have here, this is what Wesley Snipes posted. Um, to all the daywalkers losing their minds right now, chillax. Although the news comes as a surprise, it's all good. Such is the business of entertainment. Uh, much pence much pence to the MCU crew, much peace to the MCU crew. Always a fan, Snipes said. Honor and respect to the Grandmaster Stan. Congratulations and salam to Marshala Mar- 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 Ali, a beautiful and talented artist who exp- uh, who expressions I look forward to experience for many years to come. Uh, we will work. We will work. We will someday work together. Most importantly, to my loyal fans, the incredible outpour of love is overwhelming. I am grateful for the never-ending support. So, nah, fret, nah, worry, and not the end of this story. Welcome to the Daywalker Click. All right, so there you go. He seems to be okay with it. Of course, that's you know that's what he says on you know Twitter. That's you know, I was saying like what else is he gonna say like you know fucking boycott the right, movie uh, right because he's because he's going oh, maybe there's a chance of me still being in it. <laughs> <laughs> if I give him my initial reaction was like fuck that shit. There's only one blade and it goes by the name Snipes. You know, <laughs> <laughs> always bet on Snipes. One blade. I'm the I'm blade, motherfuckers. <laughs> You know, instead he's like, no, if I want to have, uh, if I want to be in it, I gotta be nice. You know, so maybe, yeah, I, I don't know. I guess, I how did Sean Connery feel when he was replaced? The Thrilled. second time, the second time, <laughs> the second time, because the first time, because George Lazenby was was, you had technically an order. You had well, technically, after George Lazenby, like got canned, basically. Yeah, but then, but they, the reason why is, and then they brought. Connery back. Yeah, well, when when they when when Cubby like approached Connery about it, he said "fuck off," right? Basically, and then there was a paycheck, and he goes, "Well, oh, fuck <laughs> in, I'm in. Fuck all, I'm in. That's right. Let me cash that check, cha ching. Get me a whole shit ton of kilts." And then after one movie, he was done. 
He's like, what I really want to do is direct. And then you know, he left. And it came came in more. So there's always room for more. Ah! <laughs> you know? Um, I mean, nowadays, I guess, you know, Snipes is, you know, happy to be mentioned, I guess. You know? Still still remember me. Hey. hey, all right. People still liked what I did. Even though most of it comes with the thing like, yeah, the first one was great. Second one was good. Third one, what the fuck, dude? You know, apparently, you know, you had to be addressed. I just saw an interesting little blurb of what kind of an asshole he was. That on the set of Trinity, he refused to open his eyes for a scene. Yeah. You know, and they digitally manipulated eyes on his face to, to stimulate, simulate him waking up. That's how bad of a, that's how bad they had to deal with him. You know, to, that he would make, he would put post-its notes on the director's chair to, to talk, be able to be like, and he would sign it as Blade. I mean. But I've already had to be references Blade as all times. and like, I mean, I get it. If you're going to be a method actor, it's fine. But I mean, like, call me Blade. Really? Okay, Mr. Blade? No, just Blade. All right. Your Highness. <laughs> like, <laughs> Hey, that new kid, Ryan Reynolds, I think he's going to go somewhere. Let's give him all the good lines. <laughs> Wait, he knows how to ad-lib too? Fuck, let's keep the camera on, keep the camera on him and let's see what happens. <laughs> that's, to me, that's, the I think, the biggest problem of Play 3. That one of the problems, the fact what? is that, like, I don't get me wrong. Like, I appreciate Ryan Reynolds being in the film, you know, as as Hannibal King or yeah, whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, something like that. But I, 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 like, you go, it's a Blade movie, like... Yeah, it is, but when your lead actor is refusing to do shit, it's it's kind of you got to and you have a deadline, you got to work around it. I think. Right, but I, I like 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 how much of it was the fact like Snipes being an asshole before the hand after like like you like when you read a script after a while you're like going uh, like this is Blade and it's not a Blade movie. Yeah, but I, I don't think it turned out. I don't think someone wrote it down and went, okay, we're gonna write it this way. I think that. I think it evolved in it. I think it was supposed to be a, a lot of the lines that Hannibal had was supposed to come out of Blade's mouth. Yeah. The problem is Blade wasn't on set most of that time because he was too busy in his track in his trailer, you know, trying to negotiate deals for you know he was being a prima donna. And then people got to get paid on that job, and if you got somebody, Ryan Reynolds wasn't really that well known at the moment at the mm. time. I mean, and neither was Jessica Biel because she was in it too. Surprise. I mean, it's fucking got Hunter Hearst Helmley. Triple H is in it. You know, so it couldn't have been that. You know, Parker Posey's in it. You know, it's like... And then um, with the guy who's now the flame... Th- the the fire guy on Legends of... Uh, Legends of... Uh, um, Legends of Tomorrow. He's uh, the guy with the heat gun. He played Dracula. Yeah. So it's like... They were not really all... He, and we call it fucking... Patton Oswalt was in it. <laughs> So I don't think they were going for star-studded quality, especially when you got like Wesley's knives, and and you find out your guy's being an asshole, and people need to get paid, and they have a deadline to meet, and you're like, we got to do something here. We're gonna have this scene, and we're gonna throw Ryan. You're funny. Say this. Right. Okay, I'll say it. And I also got something else. I can try. Okay, we'll try it. Well, that's good. We can keep that. You know, I think the talent. For all accounts from that set is that. They had to do something because Wesley was just being a little bitch, right? You know, so you're like, oh, all right. So I don't know if it's you know he was if he was looking at the at the lines going, well, that's not. How come I just read ten pages and I'm not in it? I'm Blade, you know. 
I think it's more like I have 10 pages of dialogue and I'm going to be a little bitch today and I'm not going to say any of it because I think it's all wrong. And I'm going to be in my trailer doing whatever it is I'm doing with my trailer. And you guys... I've heard heard multiple things. I'm going to be in my trailer not paying my taxes. That's what I'm going to be doing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Wesley Snipes. What are they going to do? Put me in jail? (laughs) At the time, that's probably what he was thinking. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Mr. Snipes, uh, we're the government. We're here for our tax money. Oh, shit. (laughs) I don't got it. Oh, I guess you're going to go away for a while. <laughs> oh, I got still got Blade 3. Yeah, about that. <laughs> you're hardly in it, buddy, because you're an asshole. Now, hopefully he learned his lesson, came out a little cleaner, a little more sober, a little more pro- professional. Well, he did, he did do a show like shortly after he was released. That's true. And that got canceled. Uh, I, know that he, uh, I know that he did uh, Expendables 3. Did he? Yeah, he was in there for a little bit, and they actually even made a joke, uh, taxes joke in it too. You know, <laughs> he was like a blade expert. Ah! <laughs> it's the one with uh, what he called uh, Harrison Ford. Uh, Harrison Ford's in it, but um, more so Mel Gibson's the bad guy in that one. I, yeah, I didn't see that. As a good one. As a good one. I saw the first two. I didn't see three. Three's good. Three's good. I highly recommend it. If you get a chance to see it, go see three. All right. All right. All right, folks. There you have it. I got. I'm done. All right. You got anything else, Ed? Like one last grasp at, at fandom? Fandom? All right. Well, speaking of fandom, I do have that uh, Batman, Beyond, Batman Beyond is selling 20, 20, celebrating 20 years. Did you know wow. that? Wow. Yes. No, I did not. I do know They're remastering the series. Did you know that? Yeah, I knew that. It's coming out in October. It's going to be put on Blu-ray for the first time. Yes. Yeah. There I'm, I'm going to be getting it. Put it on my page. And even Stacey's like, oh, we have to get it. But I already have it on DVD. So I'm like, I don't care. I'm getting on Blu-ray, and we'll just do what I did with my Batman the Animated Series. I give it to my nephews. All right. Like, look, I, yeah, sure, it's used, but pff, here, welcome. Who cares? It's, it's free. It's free entertainment, kids. Yes. Well, I just thought that was interesting. You know, it's uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I mean I'm, I'm hoping. I looked at the video they had of you know, the, the tra- transfer. I couldn't tell which one was supposed to be because they both looked good. One looked a little bit more colorful than the other one, so I assumed the one that was more colorful is the one at the remastered version. <laughs> they dumbed it down. <laughs> like I just, like all right. Everybody likes it too bright. That's too bright. Everybody. Oh, like, it's, the, gonna, it's 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 Batman. We have to darken it down. It's a DC property. Let's tone the colors down a little bit. They'll understand. It's futuristic. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't the future future supposed to be? Oh, Ed, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> It's like a machine gun back there. Can you stop? No, I can't. <laughs> Stacy's been asking me to stop for months. Just, I just can't. It's this uncontrollable urge that every, every. I think I'm going to start a Patreon page for the show. Really? So I can get a gas mask. Get <laughs> like little, little. Hold on. Get myself. I'm going to be called the Smellinator. <laughs> I have like little glade things on my hips. Are <laughs> you? You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, folks, thanks for listening. Uh, if you haven't already, please go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. And don't forget, if you have anything you'd like to add to the show, just contact Ed at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. That's S-H-A-W-N. Excelsior!
wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. Oh, terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo.